right side of the pool. He'll take a three. No good. Jammed home by Wiggins. He came down the lane and threw it down with one hand. Elevation sensation for Wiggins. And brought everybody to their feet. Come on, Ludies, put the headset on. Career high 17 boards tonight. You're a monster on the glass tonight. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. The job well done. Tell me about this game because it's a little, it's a little weird because you know, we know D'Angelo could get hot in a hurry. Anthony Edwards, we know, is the real deal. But for your responsibilities with Towns and with guys like Reed, what was your thought process coming in tonight? Uh, you know, uh, Carl makes the team go. You know, he's a really great scorer. Uh, you want to limit his uh, free throws, limit his three-point attempts, and uh, I think we did a good job of that. You know, uh, Anthony Edwards got really hot. D'Angelo got hot in the third. They're a talented team that can score, but overall, I think we did a good job. Now, you've seen some very good dunks in your Warriors day. Yeah. Where do you put those two for Andrew Wiggins? I mean, that, was, that was up there for, for what I've seen. You know, uh, we've been talking about Wiggs, about dunking again. He said he got us tonight, and he showed, he showed up and showed out today. <laughs> what does it mean for this team, Kevon, to, to see Andrew Wiggins be aggressive and stay aggressive? Uh, it means the world to this team. You know, he's an elite player. Uh, we know what he does on both ends of the court, and uh, when he's playing like that on offensive end, we're a tough team to beat. And uh, we uh, stressed to him to be aggressive, and tonight he was really aggressive uh, from the jump. Uh, and uh, look, we're looking forward to seeing this Andrew all season. I got to give you kudos for the rebounds. I yeah. mean, you fought your butt off tonight, and you were getting in there and battling. You always do. Yeah. It's just sometimes it pays off, and sometimes the ball finds you. Right. Did you feel that way tonight? Like you were fighting, and you were battling, and you were getting paid off for it. Uh, definitely, no. I was able to find the ball today. Uh, you know, we talked about coming into this game. This is one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the league. So uh, we've been pretty good at it. We just want to come in and establish our uh, physicality and our rebounding. And that's been the state for us so we can get our run. So uh, I took on that challenge today, and uh, I'm lucky the ball came to me today. Never mind the 11 points, 11 points, 17 rebounds, double-double, and 10-1 uh, and one feels nice. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you want to <laughs> coach talk about establishing home court. We've been doing a good job so far. we got another one on Friday. Thank you, Kevon. No, thank you. Thanks, Kevon. Boy, uh, Andrew Wiggins, homestand, 16 points against Memphis, 14 against Oklahoma, 14 against Charlotte, 16 against the Pelicans, 16 against Houston, 13 against the Hawks, and 35 tonight. Uh, granted, an outlier, but the, the consistency for Andrew Wiggins is there. He has the potential to do this once in a while. And you could tell this was a big game for him. You know, he, he, you could tell he was much more emotional tonight than his normal game, and I think it's because he's going to get up against his former club. Yeah, I think, again... I, I probably should have checked on this before, but I think he had like 27 when he went back to Minnesota. Uh, had a really nice game back there. And some guys get fired up to play against their their former club, and he came out firing right away. He was ready to go and made his first three and route to his first 10 and just had a fantastic game. Some, I mean, two hellacious dunks. Those things are incredible. Jeez, I don't care how how many more dunks the Warriors get over the course season; those are still going to be two in the top ten or top yes, five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unless Gary Payton has a whole bunch more. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. his dunks we're not even talking. His were pretty awesome oh, too. Goodness, uh, especially the second one. The second one was really really nice. So it's good to see Wiggins come out here and and really be aggressive. And I, I, look, is this an aberration? Yeah, I mean what he is. Is what he's always been. If you play him 36 minutes, he'll probably get 18 points, four and a half rebounds, two assists. That's who. He, that's who he is. That's who he's been his whole career. And as long as you get the good defense to go along with it, then 
there is something to be said for knowing what you're getting. And with Andrew Wiggins, you know exactly what you're getting just about to a T from game to game. But it is nice every once in a while to see him come out here and and just say, you know what, I'm going to be aggressive and get after it. And that's what he did tonight. Now, the other part of the equation we should put in there is that he's playing alongside Steph Curry. So, you know, like against Atlanta, he had 13. Well, of course he's not going to get more than that because, you know, Steph was had it going in a big way and – you know, and and Wiggins is smart enough to let him go. I mean, he's not going to he's not going to force up shots when Steph's playing like that. And so, you know, that that's part of the equation as well. Is that he's not a guy that, you know, occasionally you'll see him hunt a shot if he hasn't touched it in a long time. But he's not a guy that goes out and hunts no. shots per se. I mean, look, yeah. he's played seven years now. Yeah, he is what he is. We know what he, we know exactly what he is because the numbers suggest that's what he is, and that's fine. Uh, if he does that, and he does it fairly efficiently, but he gives you the defense every single night. That's where he becomes really, really valuable on, on this team, where he can start defending wing players and even some fours at times and even some ones at times and do it very well because of his athleticism. You know, the the game was so uh, interesting. It was a high-scoring game. Minnesota was not very good in transition defense in the first half. We thought it was going to be kind of an easy night, especially yeah. when the Warriors opened it up to 77-57. But then they hit four threes in a row, three of them by D'Angelo Russell. And give them, give them credit. They got back in the game. They made the Warriors work for the game. And uh, so, but to me, uh, you know, talk about Carl Anthony Towns. You could talk about D'Angelo Russell. Uh, this is now Anthony Edwards' team. He is the the leader of this team. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see what they do moving forward. I mean, do they keep Towns and Russell? I mean, can they? I mean, is it is Edwards going to be the guy that takes over this team? It's going to be a real interesting mix here uh, over the next year or so. Because right now, I mean, it's the players themselves individually, yeah, maybe. As a team, not really. But we'll see. Maybe it'll surprise me as the uh, as the season goes on, as uh, the season goes on. But you know, I thought, yeah, I thought this was going to be a twenty five point cruiser uh, all the way through, and that's the power of the three. Yeah, you hit four threes in a row, you're like, bam, hey, we're back in it. And all of a sudden, you get energized, and you dig in on defense a little bit, and you start working a little bit harder. But that intensity you show during that like four or five minute stretch. That's what you have to start the game out with. That's what you have to do more times than not for you to be in games. Just to show how long this, you know, stereotype has gone against the NBA, there's back in the 80s, I interviewed Gene Shute. He was in town for a Larry Costello basketball camp, so I interviewed him. And we were talking about the NBA and what people thought about the NBA because upstate New York was basically where I was working with. That's a big college area, uh-huh. a big, big East college area. And so, um, uh, he goes, well, he goes, the thing I laugh about, this is with Gene Shue talking, he goes, everybody says, well, you know, uh, you know you're never out of an NBA game. Everybody's going to make a run. And he goes, my, my point to those people is, isn't that great? It's great that the guys are so good that they could be down 20, still get back into the game and, and have a chance to win it, you know. And I think tonight's a good example of that, that no matter who you're playing, no matter what their record is, they have their – those guys are the best high school players on their team. They're the best college players on their team. And they're, they're guys who are pros playing in the best league in the world. They have the ability to come back. Well, how many times have I said it? They have NBA players. Yeah. Now, the Warriors – over the course of the years have had better NBA players 
and there are games they should win by double digits, but it doesn't always work out that way. You can't destroy your uniforms out there. Well, the Steph KD Clay team sometimes could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They put together like a good eight minutes, and that was good enough. They're like, all right, we're good. Well, they, Our the, work's done here. The thing about having Durant on that team was, you know, if, if Steph wasn't going that night or Clay wasn't going that night, you could you could always just throw it to Durant with five on the clock, and he's going to get a good yeah. shot somehow, some way. And the thing was, usually that was good enough. Yeah. But most of the time they had two guys, and once they had two guys, it's over. Yeah. And then yeah. three guys, forget it. You're not staying within 30. But that doesn't happen very often, so you can't destroy your jerseys out there. This team isn't that good. They can't destroy their jerseys out there and say, we're good, we're going to beat you. you got to work. And the other team's good, too. The other team can make shots, too. And even guys that you don't. I always tell people this. Even guys you don't think are good are really good. Really, really good. They're just maybe not as good compared to the rest of the NBA because some of these guys are just incredible. So if you let up for a minute, let your foot off the throttle for a minute, and maybe mess up a couple defensive rotations or you know mess up your personnel, like, oh, dang, I need to get out to that guy. Or, oh, that's right, he's a driver. All of a sudden, 8, 10, 12-point run, and teams are right back in the game, and then things start to get a little tight. Give the Warriors credit, though. Got down to 4 or 5 points. They dug in, hit some shots, played some D, and got it right back up to 9 or 10 and gave themselves a little bit of breathing room. Love Kavon Looney's night. Just a great night. 17 rebounds, 11 points. We talked to him. It was our post-game interview, if you didn't get that. And then uh, the question for Friday, Draymond Green. You know, right thigh contusion. We used to call that a Charlie horse, and we'll see. You know, you don't know how deep that is or how much it hurts. So, Let's have to wait till then. Yep. Get some treatment, as they say. Get some stem. Get some whatever the heck it is you you get, and 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 see what happens. So, you know, look, they, they'll want they'll, and you, we know how they they deal with injuries. They'll be overly cautious with it and want to make sure that he can get out and. Uh, you know, not just come back for a game and then go back on the the shelf for for another game or another day or two from from practice. So uh, they'll do the right thing by him, no doubt. All righty then. All right. Is it almost over Friday? Yeah. The never-ending homestand. It's like the never-ending story. La yeah. la 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 la. I, I could see you writing that that dog thing in the never-ending story. <laughs> by the way, by the way, here, here's a little bit of geeky trivia for you on that on that movie, the never-ending story. It was directed by the same guy who directed Das Boot, the German U-boat film. Really? Yes. I did not and know that. He That's wanted, amazing. I think he had a young daughter or a granddaughter, and he wanted to do something that you know she could watch, and, and if it was so he. Went and did so that I made movie. Das Boot. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alarm. <laughs> that was a great movie. Uh, but they both were good movies. That was a great movie. And, and the Never yeah. Ending Story, that's a cult movie. People people love that movie. So. You mean people that are in cults watch it? Yeah. <laughs> that's a little freaky. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that. I don't know anyone uh, with cults. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So you say. So I say. So you say. What, the secret handshake, RC? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. All right, I will see you Friday then. Yeah. For the uh, Bulls. Doubles. Yeah, that should be yeah, a... You know, yeah, talk about I'm the looking Bulls forward for a to that. Yeah. Well, I'm just looking forward to it because they're so... 
it's like a totally different team. Yeah. Right? You look at these guys, and Vucevic was there last year. But Ball comes over now. DeRozan is there. Headband dude from the Lakers came over. Good to see him over there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just blanked there for a second. Caruso. Yeah, I know. The great Caruso. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, so, I, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing them and and seeing what they look like because I, I you know watched them on TV a little bit and followed their scores and uh, they've had some come from behind victories some close victories some some nice victories so yeah I'm I'm because they've just been they, you know what they've been over the last few years just blah just like eh, yeah it is kind of okay they're an NBA team and they're they, they can be decent some nights and some nights mostly not. But now it looks like they may have something there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that team uh, brings to the table Friday night. I was kind of surprised that Caruso got there. You know, I, I thought, you know, I've, I've got a couple friends of mine who are Laker fans. I don't like to admit that, but they are. Uh, and they, I do, too, my brother. Your brother. Huge Laker fan. Okay. And, Huge and Laker fan. They all, like, were upset that he left. They, they loved him. Yeah. Yeah. And he announced today that he was taking less to stay, but. Wow, uh, you know, yeah, he was good for them. Apparently, that call wasn't made. Yeah, it so. was good for the. It was good for them. So, yeah, always my, me and my brother. Although my brother is a is a huge Warrior fan because he, you know, big Steve fan and all that oh, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he roots. Yeah. He roots for the uh, the Warriors. Although I don't even ask. I don't want. I don't. I don't ask him because I don't want to know when the Lakers play the Warriors. By, by the way, <laughs> who are you rooting for? I don't want to know. By the way, we, we're watching this game in overtime. The Miami and, and the Lakers. I'm about yeah, what to the do heck the happened? Uh, Lakers got a five second call. Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> With eighteen point oh, seven, they got a five second call me. in overtime, up two. Oh my god, that, that you're, that's you're, a killer. All you got to do is inbound and get fouled. Yeah, and make one of one of two. Oh, this oh. is going to be beautiful. Can we do a legal play-by-play? <laughs> yeah, illegal play-by-play. Uh, uh, Miami misses a three and a foul. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's this one's probably over. Yeah, yeah. Well, that you know what? That's the old. We used to do that quite a bit too when I was playing on the road. Just go for the win. Right. Just try to get a three and go for the win and get out of there. You're like, we're not staying here for overtime. <laughs> let's see if we let's see if we can get a three at home. You'll go for overtime and see if you can uh, get an extra five minutes and and win the game. But on the road, you go for uh, three because that was they probably could have he probably could have done better than getting a hero fadeaway three point shot. Just another lesson you can learn at the Tom Tober closeout camp. Go for the win on the road. <laughs> go, for the, go for the win on the road. <laughs> All the players know it. Oh, what do you do on the road? Go for the win. Go for the win. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to stay here. Yeah, look, either, maybe you're going home. You want to go home. Uh, this doesn't include me, but it includes some players. Maybe clubs are closing. They want to get out and go do their thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe the plane's going to the next uh, city. You just guys just want to get out of there. They're one, like, let's two, try to get the W. One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, trust me, all this stuff uh, was new to me my first year. I'm like, whoa, kind of loosey goosey here, huh? We're just, yeah. Hey, let's just go for the win. <laughs> a little different. You weren't running suicides by making. No, it like, yeah, no, no, not the best shot. The no. win. Yeah, let's just get the win. Yeah, winner or loser, we're going for it. That's time to go. We got a lot. All right. I will see you on uh, Friday. Friday. The Bulls. See you, Tim.